How many apps and games do you think make more than a million dollars on the App Store? Stay tuned to find out. I'm Ariel from App Figures, and this is a brand new episode of This Week in Apps. What you need to know about mobile apps and games with data you won't find anywhere else. And today, with a slightly different background. If you like it, let me know in the comments. So, back to my question. How many apps make more than a million dollars a month? And for the sake of consistency, let's go with net revenue. So, what they get to keep after Apple takes its chair. Maybe 50? Maybe 100? 200? No, higher. I rounded up every mobile app and game that our app intelligence shows as having earned a million dollars or more in the last month using Explore, and the list included 503 results. More than I expected, but a good reminder that there's a lot of money in the App Store, and as we've seen almost across the board, the spend is growing. Let's dig into this club and see who's earning more than a million dollars of net revenue on the App Store every month. Quick answer, TikTok and YouTube. The two lead the list with YouTube in front and TikTok immediately behind it. Both also sit in a very small club of their own, the $100 million club, a club of two. 48 of the remaining apps earn between $10 million and $100 million monthly, and that group includes familiar names like Tinder, third on our list of highest earners, all the way down to Call of Duty and Clash Royale, 36th and 44th on the list, respectively. The remaining 453 apps and games have net revenue in the single-digit millions and include a variety of games such as PUBG and Toon Blast, ranked 46th and 50th, respectively, and dips all the way down to Street Fighter Duel in 496th place, just a few spots from the bottom. OfferUp, a marketplace for used goods, sits in last place, all the way at the bottom. Still, more than a million dollars a month. Overall, games accounted for a little more than half of the entire list, 271, or 54%. The non-games spanned 20 categories, led by entertainment, social networking, and photo and video. And of all the apps and games on this list, only one is paid. Only one, just one. And that's Minecraft, which is ranked 96th. All other apps are free with in-app purchases or subscriptions. If you want the full list, drop a comment below and let me know. And if you want me to run this analysis for Google Play, let me know in the comments as well. Now, what's better than a million? Yes, a whole billion. TikTok's revenue growth is an interesting trend to look at. While the trend has almost always been curving up the way really every business wants to see its revenue evolve, there were periods of more and less growth. Going back to the early days, we see App Store net revenue rose from a little under $2 million in January of 2020 to $8 million in January of 2021 to a whopping $97 million in January of 2022. And all of that is net, which means what ByteDance gets to keep after Apple takes his chair. And no, I didn't add an extra zero by accident. Revenue really grew more than 10x in 2021. Early 2022 was a big one for TikTok. The first quarter was its biggest by far and totaled $272 million of net revenue. Monthly revenue declined in May to $59 million, but continued to grow right after. And guess what? Q1 of 2023 is even bigger with $298 million of net revenue according to our estimates. And this doesn't include TikTok's China revenue, which comes from a different app, so I'm not gonna look at it. That's a lot of money. And here's why this is relevant. I haven't said this in quite a while, but if you've been paying attention, you know where I'm going with this. This money isn't really going to TikTok, but rather to creators on the platform. TikTok's in-app purchases are coins that users buy 
and then used to reward creators. By far the most thriving ecosystem on mobile, at least for creators, across any social platform. Elon is trying to push Twitter in this direction using subscriptions and possibly rev share from ads, but TikTok already has Twitter beat, and really everyone else. But that's not all. In addition to breaking revenue records almost every month, TikTok's revenue hit a new milestone, a big one with a capital B. In the last 12 months, TikTok's net revenue from the App Store hit a billion dollars. And a friendly reminder, that's net, meaning after Apple share. As these in-app purchases are in subscriptions and TikTok doesn't qualify for Apple's small business program, we can guess Apple's share was around $430 million. TikTok sits second in our list of highest earning apps and games in the world right now below YouTube. The two have completely different business models, but one important thing in common, video. Now, speaking of money, I have a simple question for you. Does anyone read actual books anymore? That might sound like a really silly question to ask, but when you look at Audible's app store revenue and its month-over-month -month growth, it stops being silly. Last time I checked in on Audible was earlier in the year when New Year's resolutions and Audible's convenience paired up to help people complete their I'm going to read more resolutions ballooning revenue in the process. January was the highest month of revenue for the service at that point, earning a whopping $27.4 million of net revenue from the App Store, according to our app intelligence. It didn't remain the highest, though. In May, Audible's App Store net revenue grew 22% month over month to $33 million. And that's net, meaning what Amazon, Audible's owner, gets to keep after Apple takes its share. And there's more. Unlike many other apps I've covered recently that saw revenue grow while downloads slump, Audible's downloads they didn't slump. They're not growing as fast as revenue, but they're pretty consistent, which is great. What's also great, for Audible at least, is that there really isn't all that much competition. Not on the App Store at least. I added up the downloads for the top results for the keyword audiobook using Keyword Inspector, and they're barely similar to Audible's, and that's all of them together. The revenue? Not even close. It's a good position to be in. This next one is not a good position to be in, but before we look at that, if you're learning new things, please take a moment to give the episode a like. Thanks. News broke earlier this week that event planning app IRL, which stands for in real life, in case you didn't know, is shutting down immediately after its own board discovered most of its users were fake. A founder faking a few users to show off isn't really all that important, right? Well, this time, it wasn't a few. From the outside, IRL looked like a model company, a popular product, a large team of 100 people plus, and a charismatic founder that compares building the app to competing in the Olympics. I'm not sure I get that, but eh. Oh, and let's not forget over $200 million raised and a valuation of over a billion dollars from SoftBank. But the app didn't really have any users. Doesn't this remind you of Silicon Valley, the show? except these numbers are much, much larger. According to our download estimates, IRL was downloaded 26 million times, and I'm putting downloaded in quotes because according to the board, most of those downloads were automated. The figure aligns with really every article that I've been reading about this mentioning 20 plus million users. Looking at the downloads for IRL, something just feels odd. The growth is too fast, the jumps are too high, and the peaks, don't really align with any real events, so you can maybe tell that they're fake. I say this after having looked at thousands of apps and their growth trends, and even to me this wasn't as obvious, but 
There is another way to look at this that could indicate fraud more clearly, and that's ratings. Real downloads usually translate into ratings on both the App Store and Google Play. There's no magic number for how many, but using common sense on 26 million downloads, you should see more than 60,000 ratings, and that's what IRL currently has. That's when they happen organically. When you have to buy them, it can get really expensive, so normally you would see fewer ratings for those downloads. Using our estimates to add context, Twitter, for example, had 11 million downloads and 430,000 new ratings in the last month. Pandora had 736,000 new downloads and 58,000 new ratings in the last 30 days, and the list goes on. So you see the correlation here, it's a little bit more. Want to take it a step further, look at reviews and compare the positive reviews to the negative. In the case of IRL, the positive reviews are all very generic, and the negative ones are really from all the users who are actual users, and you can tell by their text, what a mess. I hope they give whatever money they still have left in their bank account back to the investors. And last for this episode, when iOS 17 ships in September, it will include a few new apps from Apple that are currently available from third-party developers, essentially eating their lunch. This isn't a new thing. Apple has been doing that for years, enough that it has a name. It's called sharelocking. This year, Apple sharelocked quite a few apps and categories. Journaling was the obvious one, but a more interesting one, in my opinion at least, is stickers. You might think stickers is a tiny category that no one cares about, which is kind of exactly what I thought while I was watching the keynote, but I looked at the numbers and they're higher than I expected. I looked up the highest earning sticker apps on the App Store and was surprised to find not one, but two apps with net revenue in the millions over the last year and a little bit. Millions for stickers. The pair included Sticker Maker Plus and What Sticker. Since the beginning of 2022, our estimates show the two have earned a total of $4 million of net revenue from the App Store globally. And you should know what net means by now, but I'll repeat it for those who are skipping around. Net means what the devs get to keep after giving Apple its share. With iOS 17, that figure is likely gone or at least reduced drastically. But that's not all. I went deeper and rounded up every other sticker app I could find on the App Store that we have an estimate for, and that was 40 more apps, 35 more than I expected. Together, the group earned more than $650,000 of net revenue per month for the last three months straight. Between January and May of this year, our estimates show the group earned more than $3.1 million of net revenue globally. That's a lot of stickers. Now, will these apps transform into something that beats what's built into iOS 17? Or will they disappear? If you're the developer of one of those, I really hope it's option number one. And that's all I have for you this week. If you've learned something new, make sure to give the episode a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel if you aren't already. I'll see you next week.